Welcome to r slash choosing beggars, where someone is looking for a full-time live-in slave. Before I start today's video, I just want to do a quick shout out to my second channel where I do on-camera content, so check it out by clicking the link in the description. Howdy! We have an opening soon for a new farmhand slash laborer on the farm here in Yelm. Responsibilities are all labor related from fencing, digging, building, animals, etc. This is a 50 acre startup farm with more animals ramping up this year. Animals include cows, goats, chickens, dogs, cats, horses, and more to come. We're a quiet family with one child and a lot of animals. No indoor pets. We would prefer someone available to live here on the property. You'll have a studio apartment to live in that has its own entrance, kitchen, bathroom, shower, washer, and dryer hookup. The studio apartment is attached to our home, and we prefer someone with no pets. If you're proven to be hardworking, then you can trade your labor on the farm for rent. Work is part-time at around 50 hours a month. We will treat you with the utmost respect, as long as you'll do the same. A rental lease will be required, and a security deposit will also be required. If you're interested and believe that you can meet the requirements listed above, please message me directly so that my family can review. Please explain your work experience and life situation, as well as why you feel you'd be best for this opportunity. As a reminder, this is a labor-intensive job. I look forward to speaking to y'all more. By the way, for this labor-intensive job, you're getting paid $1,000 a month, and rent is $750 a month. So, to get this extremely physically demanding slave wage job, you also have to pay them a security deposit. I feel like I learned about this in school. Isn't, like, isn't this how serfs worked? Where the landowner would have peasants stay on their land, and they charged them for land. And then they could work the land for a fee, but the lord also controlled the payment. So, the lords essentially kept the serfs in a perpetual state of, like, wage slavery. I don't know. It's been a long time since I learned about that in school, but this kind of feels similar, doesn't it? Apartment posting in Scottsdale, Arizona. I'm looking for the right horse-loving person to live in our guest house with reduced rent for at least six months and take care of our horses. You have to do two feedings a day with mucking and water refills. Call Dabit Blank. And you might be thinking to yourself... Oh, well, that doesn't sound so bad. Like, reduced rent, you get to pet pretty horses. Could be fun, right? I guess it depends on how much rent is reduced. But nope, rent is $1,300 a month. Lady, that's just like normal rent. I know that rent can be a lot higher in the city, but considering this is like a horse ranch or like a farm or something, I'm guessing this is way out in the country. So $1,300 for rent out in the country and a job on top of that? Nuh-uh. Okay, going down in the comments, and apparently, maybe this isn't a choosing beggar, because apparently, like, rent in Scottsdale, Arizona is insanely high, like in the ballpark of $3,000 plus. So there's bitter debate raging down in the comments. So if I have any, what do you people call yourselves, Scott's Dilly Dallians out there, then let me know down in the comments if $1,300 a night for a country farmhouse guest house with a job is a good deal, because from my perspective, this seems like a pretty terrible deal, to be honest. Posted on Twitter, my neighbor asked to borrow ketchup and gave me attitude because it was Hunt's and not Heinz, so I pulled it back and refused to give it to her. And now our altercation is on a neighborhood app. What I'm saying is, we're living in the stupidest timeline in history. Down in the comments, we have this weird post from Martini Zero. 
Heinz has my dream job, and I wish they had an opening. Official restaurant ketchup taster. The guy literally gets paid for his taste buds. He goes to restaurants that serve Heinz ketchup in company bottles. He uses toothpicks to dab in the ketchup that he puts on his plate to verify that they're actually using Heinz instead of some generic stuff they refill the bottles with. He reports to quality control, and Heinz ketchup uses legal means to make the restaurants comply. Beneath that, we have this post from Tropilia. I'm an evaluator in the food flavorings industry. I'm literally paid just to taste stuff. Just in the past couple of hours, I've had to taste mango-flavored applesauce, coconut-flavored biscuits, and hazelnut ice cream-flavored liquor. I love my job. Man, that's such a super cool job. And part of me wishes, like, man, I wish I could do that job. But then I remember I'm a YouTuber, and I literally could because mukbangs are a thing on YouTube. The thing is, I kind of don't want to do mukbangs because they're really, like, unhealthy. And I've actually been trying to lose weight. I've lost, like... 30 pounds, you guys. I'm so proud. I've gone from 210, where I was a little bit, let's say, thick. I was on the thicker side. I went from 210 down to 180. And I'm working on getting down to like the 170, 160 range. So I still got a ways to go. And mukbangs certainly will not help that. I'm looking for a sitter to come to my house each day, Monday to Friday from 5 a.m. to 5 p.m. to watch my 15-month-old daughter for the day and to keep my son, who's two years old, until I get out of part-time work and take him to his program. I pay $150 a week, but we can discuss it. Wait, hold up. Until I get out of part-time? This is 12 hours a day for five days a week. That's 60 hours? Is that right? 60 hours... 150 bucks divided by 60 hours a week is... $2.50 per hour. Posted on Instagram. I'm looking for someone to travel with me for two to three months and work with me and accompany me on my projects. Qualifications. Be nice. Have a sense of humor. Like me. Be able to work professionally with a camera. Like traveling. Be open to new cultures. Have time for me 24-7. Preferably photographers and cameramen. Please only message me if you can take photos professionally. Cons of the job. You need professional equipment at hand. You need to pay for traveling expenses yourself. Pros. You earn a lot of experience and you have exposure to 300,000 followers. Ah, yes. Every professional photographer's dream job. An unpaid slave who has to pay for travel expenses for two to three months. It's like, lady... Just buy a selfie stick. On this next post, OP is selling a mattress on Facebook Marketplace for 150 bucks. The mattress has no damage, it's like new, and it's 150 bucks firm price. Not to be rude, but why is the price so expensive? Is a discount possible if you don't mind me asking? $80? Hello? If you don't need my offer, that's okay, but the advertisement is missing some details. I hope you improve it for the next customer, but I sadly can't rate you more than one stars. Sorry, I wish you the best hope for the future, so please fix it. Okay, I don't know anything about Facebook Marketplace, I've never used it. But if people can give you a one-star review when they haven't actually purchased something from you, doesn't that kind of defeat the purpose of the review system? 
Today's episode is sponsored by Honey. I don't know about you, but I do literally 100% of my shopping online. Because of COVID, I pretty much have to shop online because, yeah, I don't want to catch COVID and die. But on top of that, I read stories for a living, so I can't afford to sound like this for three weeks straight. Don't you hate it when you get to checkout and you don't have a code to put in that little promo code box? With Honey, you never have to leave that box empty. Honey is a free shopping tool that scours the internet for promo codes and automatically applies them to your cart. For example, I buy a lot of audio equipment and I just saved 15 bucks on a microphone with Honey at checkout. If you don't already have Honey, you could be straight up missing out. It's literally free and installs in a few seconds. And by getting it, you'll be doing yourself a solid and supporting this podcast. I'd never recommend something that I don't use. Get Honey for free at joinhoney.com slash r slash. That's joinhoney.com slash r slash. Posted to Facebook. Seeking a couple to manage a 15-unit motel in Blank County. This is a temporary live-in position and starts as soon as possible. The ideal candidate has hospitality, building superintendent, and or service experience enjoys guest interaction, and has excellent communication and computer skills. The candidate will be responsible for day-to-day operations, including guest check-in and check-out, cleaning rooms after check-out and washing bed linens and towels, monitoring the pool during the summer season, maintaining the six-acre property, and monitoring the physical buildings. A two-bedroom, one-bathroom house, including utilities and Wi-Fi, will be provided in exchange for services provided. Reply should include a cover letter and resume and can be emailed to blank. Wait, hold... (laughs) I clicked next to see the next image thinking that the job posting would continue, but that's the whole thing. I was like waiting to get to the salary, but is there just... is there not a salary? Are they exchanging just room and board for a full-time job? So that's that's effectively, you know, whatever rent is, let's say 1500 to 2000 bucks. This is effectively a full-time job in exchange for $2000 a month. Why not just get a job that pays more and then pay rent and then have extra money? Like how are they expecting to actually buy food? Beneath the Facebook post, lots of people are wondering where's the salary. An administrator writes, I hope there's also money involved and that you're not just trading a room for pay. That's a lot of work. OP replies, we pay all utilities, plus you get a house. Someone replies, it's a great deal, but how is this person supposed to pay their other expenses if there's no compensation? There certainly isn't time for this person to take another job. There are still food expenses, health insurance, car insurance, gas, cell phone, other basic necessities, etc. OP replies, Thank you for your response, man, but I see that you won't be applying for this position. And someone else says, So they get to live in a house for free and what, starve? Are you providing groceries, gas, cell phone bill and health insurance as well? Thank you for your concern. So, for most people who live in our house, it's usually a couple. One person goes off to work to make money, and the other one stays home. People who work for us manage to save a lot of money or not having to pay daily life expenses such as utilities. And they got to put away quite a lot of money over the years, but thank you for your response. Yeah, you know who else got to put away quite a lot of money over the years? The owner. And then, like, on top of that, unless I'm missing something, I don't even understand how one person could do all this work. Like, 
check in guests, clean the rooms, clean 15 different rooms, maintain a six acre property. This sounds like a job for like four or five different people. You'd at least have to have a full time maid, right? Down in the comments, we have this post from Resident Science. He keeps saying that you get to live for free. Let's assume a two bedroom, one bathroom house on the high end costs $4,000 a month. That means that he's paying one person $4,000 a month for what sounds like a seven-day work week and probably being on call 24 hours. If that's the case, this person would make $5.50 an hour. What a scummy person he is. Edit. I figured out what county this was in and I looked up rental homes. The average two-bed, one-bathroom house goes for between $1,500 to $2,800 a month. So, on the high end, the value of this job per hour is $3.88. And then, simple to get replies. Living anywhere for free is just a slave. Slaves got houses for free, too. On this next post, OP is selling her wedding dress for 75 pounds. This choosing beggar offered 30 pounds, and OP has to drop it off. Sorry, but you want me to reduce the price by 60% and drop it off to your house for free for a one and a half hour round trip? I'm just checking so I'm clear. Yes, if that's okay. That's insane. I'd be paying to give you the dress. I was being nice by reducing the price so much, and I would have considered dropping it if you were covering expenses. If you want this 700 pound dress for 30 pounds, then you can come to collect it. I haven't got the money at the moment, hon, for fuel. Sorry, but I can't pay my own money and time to give you a dress basically for free. Yeah, so I feel pretty confident this person is just going to try to resell it for a profit. So less choosing beggar and more likely just lazy scammer. Our next Reddit post is from Dreamer of the Sky. Okay, so this happened a few years ago, but I thought you might get a kick out of this. This happened back when blogs were super popular, but Facebook wasn't as popular as it was today. A bride wanted me to create her wedding art. In the past, she had purchased a few things from me before she had gotten engaged. Some small paintings, signs, fun stuff like that. Whenever she would come to my studio to pick up the work, we would chat. I'm super friendly. We would chit-chat a bit, exchange money for art, and then she would go on her way. That was it. For her wedding art, she had big, grandiose plans. She wanted wedding signs, table centerpieces, gifts for the wedding party, gifts for her parents and in-laws, gifts for her guests, etc. Roughly 100 guests, 20 bridal party people, and then her family and in-laws, which were 8 people in total. She also wanted a big painting of the barn that she was getting married in for her home, Thomas Kincaid style. With the wedding date on the art piece, naturally. Roughly 30 inches by 46 inches, if not bigger. She had the wall space for it, and she really did like my art. Oh, and she would like me to do all this for exposure. Not money, just exposure. She was a blogger, so her plan was to blog the entire wedding process. Oh, to hear her tell it, it was going to be fabulous. Seriously, she was looking at a tab of maybe 8,000 bucks of work out of me, and I was going to be one blurb on her blog of her wedding extravaganza. Her dog, by the way, was going to get its own page. She blew a fuse when I declined. I mean, exposure is nice, but paying the bills is even nicer. She had a big old bride meltdown too. Cried, wailed, screamed, and snarled. At one point, she made that sound that a tea kettle makes when it's ready. I don't know how she did it, but it was impressive. 
Not to be defeated, she had her mommy call me, her daddy call me, and her sister call me. They all screamed at me for denying her my art and my time. I don't think anyone had ever said no to her before. Can you even get to the age of 25 and not hear the words no? I know I sure didn't. For a while there, I thought that no was my first name. In short, I told them to F off, but, you know, I said it professionally. They pestered me for about a month before they finally took the hint. I never blocked them, I just let them rant to voicemail. It drove them even crazier. She did invite me to the wedding though. Aw, how sweet! No plus one though. I could only go to the ceremony and I couldn't go to the reception. Then, she told me that as her wedding gift, I could make her the centerpieces and a large painting as a gift. Oh, a loophole. Lucky me. I passed and sent nothing as a gift. We are not friends, so I'm not going to her dingbat wedding. Thanks. In the end, I heard that about 50 people showed up to the wedding because she and her family were driving everyone nuts. It also rained on her wedding day, too. Big, fat rain. The run-to-your-house kind of deluge. So, it was a muddy, gross day that was unseasonably cold to boot. I never checked out her blog. A mutual acquaintance said that it was a single page with a few pictures. Not nearly the fantastic real-life expose of a young bride that I was promised. Think more like a high school project that you got a C on. The acquaintance also told me that the wedding photographer was a no-show because she didn't pay them in advance. Yeah, she asked for a discount too. She never paid their upfront fees, so the photographer canceled on the event. The entire ceremony was recorded by the guest's iPhones. Oh, and you'll love this. She asked for a discount from the caterer because only half the people showed up. So, I guess she thought that she only had to pay for half the food? She didn't get that, of course. I know the caterer. She was paid in advance, and she does not do refunds. The bride was divorced within a year. Her husband left her for one of her friends. I think she was one of the bridesmaids, but don't quote me on that. All I know is that she came home, and the dog and all of her husband's stuff was gone. He also took my art with him. You know, the stuff she purchased for me before she got engaged? I guess they both liked me. She still calls me from time to time for art. She hears the price that I quote, and then offers me half. The other half will go to paid promotion on social media. I decline. That was r slash choosing beggars, and if you like this content, be sure to follow my podcast, because I put out new Reddit podcast episodes every single day.